Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 9 of the Last I Go Heart Podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How is your Tuesday going? Amazing? Awesome. That's how I, I want everybody's beginning of the week to be amazing like that. Mine's been pretty solid. But if you follow me on Snapchat, you've noticed that uh, I wear a lot of hoodies. That's why, I, even in 100 degree heat, and I've been getting a lot of comments on that, like, Dawson, why do you wear hoodies in 100 degree weather? That is just insane. Well, here's why. Because it's comfortable to me, okay? I like feeling like I'm getting hugged all day long, okay? Uh, that's, it's like a, a constant hug. That's what I feel like long sleeve hoodies are for. It's just like, it's comforting to me. I even wear it at night, at night before I go to bed. Actually, you know what? I take the hoodies off and I put on a long sleeve and then I go to bed. But I don't wear my socks to bed. I don't. That's one thing that I don't do is I do take my socks off. So at least no one will roast me for that. But my, ugh. Can't stand looking at my feet. (laughs) But... They're out at night, though. They're out at night. But no. Hoodies. During the summer. During the day. I wear the hoodies 24-7. I totally promote the cause. If other people are like me that like wearing hoodies all the time, awesome. I may even do a little beanie action. Alright? Little beanie hoodie short combo. Yeah, I wear shorts with hoodies. I don't... I cannot wear hoodies and jeans. Or hoodies and sweatpants. Or hoodies and whatever. Because it's just... That would be too much of a pain. And that's too hot. Way too hot. So just hoodies and shorts. That would be good. But everybody roasts me. Dawson, you can't wear, wear hoodies in 100 degree heat. I can wear whatever I want. You can wear whatever you want. Stop trying to antagonize me and make me feel bad for wearing something that I like to wear. Okay? So. Ugh. God. I don't judge you for what you like to wear. There's people that wear shorts during the winter, which I feel like is way worse than me wearing hoodies during the summer. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, I've seen kids wear shorts during the winter. I'm like, how are you doing that? Their thighs are purple. They look like they have frostbite on them. But do I judge them for wearing shorts and short sleeves? And no, no, they try to do it to impress people, too. I don't wear hoodies out in public and out in the summer to try to impress anybody. I just wear them because I think it's fashionable and it's comfortable for me. Those people that wear shorts during the winter and short sleeves during the winter, they're just trying to impress people. They're like, look at me. Look how tough I am. I'm such a man for wearing long sleeve, I mean, wearing short sleeve shirts and shorts during the winter. No, you look like a freak with your purple thighs, your purple arms. You look like that you're going to break at any moment. You look like you're about to die. It looks like I can cut your arm and your blood that will come out will look like jelly, strawberry jelly. And I could spread that on some toes and eat that up. Mm, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But that, that's not impressive. But why couldn't it be impressive the other way around? Why couldn't, why couldn't I look tough and impressive by wearing a hoodie during the summer? Wearing a little beanie. Why couldn't I? Man, why couldn't girls be like, hey, dude, look at that dude. He's so tough. He's wearing a hoodie out in 100 degree heat. That's so attractive. No, you want a guy that wears short sleeve shirts during the winter. Ugh. Whatever. Have good have have fun with that. 
I was thinking about this the other day, though. I was eating at one of my restaurants that I enjoy eating at a lot, and I was just thinking, just rolling over some thoughts like usual when I'm sitting at a booth by myself, just eating some food, which I, that's another thing that I got roasted on, too, in high school, that I would eat at restaurants by myself. What, why is that such a big deal? Why do I have to eat with somebody? Why can't I just go enjoy and eat at the places by myself? Like, they're like, Dawson, like, no, no, there'll be people working at the restaurants out that I know, and they'll be, they'll set me to my table, and they'll just be like, hey, so is anybody else coming? I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be me. I'm like, they're like, oh, okay. I'm like, what's that supposed to mean? Are you trying to make me feel bad? No, I'll have a booth to myself. Thank you very much. Yeah, and since there's one less person, I can actually get the large guacamole. Yeah, and I can eat that whole large guacamole by myself. And if you got a hint by me getting large guacamole, you already know that I enjoy Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex is my jam. I love Tex-Mex. But no, I eat at restaurants by myself. By myself. Is that a problem? Why is that a problem for everybody? I don't... I don't understand that. Just I'm trying to enjoy food. But no, I was mulling over in a booth one day, just sitting there eating, and I was thinking, I was like, man, you know what would really suck? Is if Gordon Ramsay walked right through that door. Because the first thought in my head would be is I could not eat at that restaurant anymore because he's about to flame everybody in here. He's about to start throwing trays, start throwing dishes, start cussing and yelling and start just roasting everybody about how the food's prepped and how the food's made and like like I'm just gonna be hearing like the worst things about my favorite restaurant as soon as Gordon Ramsay walks in I mean it's never good news if Gordon Ramsay walks into your restaurant have you seen his new show I'm trying to think of what the show's called but it's like I mean look I think it's like 24 hours to flip like flipping in 24 hours or let me double check. Gordon Ramsay new show flipping restaurants. Um. Oh, okay. New Gordon Ramsay show will fix failing restaurants in 24 hours. Yeah, that's the new show that he has. He will flip restaurants in 24 hours. That's his guarantee. I have I have personally never watched the show, so this is basically all rift, rifting on and imagining what the show's about. But um, so I know for a fact if uh, he's <laughs> kind of walking to my restaurant, it's not good because that means my restaurant's failing. I'm just gonna have to get out of there <laughs> real quick. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> Now he'll just sit, no, my favorite part would probably be he'll sit down in a booth across, away from me, like right next to me, away from me, or at a table. He'll order my dish, and I'll just be like, oh, he ordered my dish. All of a sudden, he'll cut it in that nice, proper way, and then just delicately just take a little bite out of it, and just be like, spit it out, throw up, scream and cuss at the waitress. Um, <laughs> take a sheep start doing a, a ritual right in the middle of a restaurant like cursing this place i'm like dude gordon you are going wild why are you th- this is just food <laughs> it's just a restaurant calm down like i mean 
Uh, have you ever noticed that about his shows, though? Like, I could, I can never, ever work uh, around Gordon Ramsay because that would just, my stress level would be like crazy. Like, I couldn't do that because the amount of reward for making a good dish would not counteract the 30 minutes to an hour I'm getting screamed at because the meat is not pink enough in the middle. Like, <laughs> like, have you ever noticed when he likes a dish, he'll just take a bite of it and just like, hmm. Like, I can just tell in, the, in his mind that when he's eating a dish that's really good, he's just like thinking to himself, he's like, hmm, man. Mm, mm. Man, that dish was actually really good, man. I can't cuss and scream at them this time. Oh, man, that sucks. What am I have to? Okay, I'm just gonna have to tell. You had a really good dish. That was a really very good dish. And then like the person that's front of him that he tells that they have a good dish, they're just like, oh, thank God, thank God, I had a great amazing dish. Don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but no, I I want Gordon Ramsay to go into fast food restaurants. I would love for Warren Ramsey to go to a fast food restaurant. Like, just to... Uh, I, I don't... Actually, I could never see Gordon Ramsey go into a fast food restaurant because if he ever went to a fast food restaurant, I think his head would explode. I really do. I think he'll, as soon as he stepped in, he's like, you make food out of... What? Dude, explode. Explosion out of his head. But... <laughs> I can. I just would love to see him go into fast food restaurants and just roast everybody in there, just flame everybody. <laughs> I like. I worked at a fast food restaurant. I worked at Sonic. Uh, when I was in high school, that was my claim to fame of fast food restaurants. And uh, one one day, I don't. Okay, and, and when you work with me and deal with me, I uh, especially at work, my personality doesn't change. So if you don't like my personality, you're going to get what you're going to get. Well, I was in the back and the manager was coming up to me, coming up to everybody, but especially they were putting their energy onto me because I guess I was closer to the front, but I was working in the back and I was cooking. Well, I was just cooking, trying to do my own thing and they were just yelling at me. Like you're just screaming at me, trying to get this done. Thing is, I'm, I'm a junior in high school. Okay. I'm doing my best, and this is a fast food restaurant. They're gonna get what they pay for. They're not really. They're not here for some five star gourmet food. They're here to s- throw something in their face and go watch their child play some crappy pee wee basketball. They're not here to. They're not <laughs> here to have any five star food. So they're gonna get what they get. And I was getting yelled at and screamed at. Next thing you know, I start popping off sarcasm like i was like yes chef after everything they said everything they said i would just scream yes chef put 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 stuff on there i'm like yes chef coming up chef yes chef they got so mad they got so mad at me everybody else was laughing but they were so mad that i did that and i was i was like you know i'm sorry you know you deserved it I'm not going to get sat here and yelled at, screamed at, tra- not treated like I'm a decent human. All because of a dumb order. I mean, wow, they don't like their crappy hamburger with some prefab cheese and 
some buns that were left open. Whatever. <laughs> so they're all dried out and stale now. But no. Gordon Ramsay. What? What a beast. What a beast of a what a beast of a man that I can never work for. Oh man. But no, another thing that I was thinking about in that booth too as I was eating by myself was is what what would I have what would I do if I was like diagnosed with like some terminally ill disease that's like irreversible and the doctor just sits me down and goes, Dawson, you have a month to live. This is all you got, man. All you have is a month. Solid month. Like, that's all you got. I'm like, I'd first take it hard like anybody else would. But I wouldn't, I would, like, I mean, I'm talking about this is, like, I'm just diagnosed with a month. Like, I know there's some miracles that happen and they could last longer than a month. They totally get cured, that kind of stuff. But no, I'm talking about month. If I only have one month to live, I'm diagnosed with this disease and I'm dying at the end of that month. What would what would I would do? Well, number one, of course everybody would pull out their bucket list. Well, at the age of twenty, my bucket list is really not that extensive. Number one, um, I would probably want to go skydiving somewhere beautiful, like you know Hawaii or whatever. Just go skydiving at one of like the beautiful places. So when I'm skydiving, I could look down and look at all the beautiful scenery. Next. I would want to do his comedy as much as I possibly can. Like, I would, like, while I'm, like, doing my bucket list, I would travel around and want to do stand-up comedy in different places. Find places to do stand-up comedy as much as I possibly can because I only got a month left. So, I'm going to have to put out as much material as I possibly can. And, uh, well, also, I am really into rally car racing. I've talked about this in a previous podcast about how in quarantine, I've gotten my my rally car racing, uh, has like interest has just been skyrocketing. I've been watching nonstop YouTube videos of uh, Travis Pastrana and uh, Ken Block from uh, Top Gear, and oh my, they are just two amazing, amazing drivers. And either one of those guys, but I'll be honest, between both of them, I would kind of want Ken Block more. And I would just want to sit in the passenger seat while he takes me around and does these crazy drifts and does these crazy stunts. Like, I mean, that that would be amazing. Just to be in a rally car or just to be in a rally car and just be the passenger of a rally car. And they take around and just drive all crazy, driving and drifting. Uh, I, w- I'm, I want to learn how to do it eventually. Uh, but I looked up the classes to do it and it's so expensive. I'm like, there's no way. I might as well just start doing street racing. Get get risk getting a ticket or going to jail, which I'm not I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I'm just kidding. Who knows? Maybe I might wanna, you know, go out into an abandoned parking lot, do a few drifts, start teaching myself because these rally car and these drifting classes are just insanely overpriced. And I'm not doing that. So but that that would be another thing on my bucket list. And then after that I mean, I really don't, I would just want to travel a little bit more. I'd still do comedy and just want to travel different places I've never been before. Uh, Maybe see a few different things, but I mean, like, crazy stuff, I wouldn't 
have anything crazy on my bucket list that I would want to do. Uh, especially now, I haven't really, really thought about it because I'm only 20. Okay, I don't really have a crazy bucket list. It's like when you're at 20, you, you're not really thinking about a bucket list. You're thinking about, okay, what do I do to get to this point? I'm trying to do this career. I'm trying to whatever. That That's what you're thinking about at 20. You're not thinking about no, uh, no bucket list. So, uh, basically, after I do everything on my bucket list, the last few days are going to be basically spending time with the fam, the family. That's what I'm going to be doing. But the thing is, though, is the biggest thing that's going to depict my my death compared to other people's is how I'm going to go out. I'm not going to just go and die on a hospital bed like all those boring people are, okay? I'm not going to have people crying around me. No, that's not the way I want to go out. What I'm going to do is, is like a night or two beforehand, before I go, um, like, and before I die, I'm going to, you know, say my goodbyes to my family. I'm going to tell them I love them and I tell them, um, you know, do typical stuff, whatever. After that, I'm going to get my car and go straight to the store where I'm going to go and take, buy a lot of backpacks. Take, and, and what I'm going to do is, is Dawson, how are you going to afford all of this? Well, um, I, I currently have two credit cards. Uh, but uh, at that point, what I would do is, is during my month of traveling or whatever, I would sign up for two more credit cards, uh, two or three more credit cards during that time, and I would uh, apply for those. And they would give me, I mean, each one of them would probably give me a $3,000 credit limit. And uh, what I would do is is uh, ha- I, ha- I will have those credit limits and to be able to do all the stuff that I wanted to do on my bucket list, I would just put it on my credit card. I would put it on all those credit cards, and when I die, it wouldn't matter anyways. It wouldn't. I mean, who's going to pay for it? I'm going to dump it off to one of my family members, I guess. <laughs> They're going to have to pay all my credit card debt. Have fun paying off four or five credit cards. Yeah, you suckers. <laughs> I got to enjoy my fun. Now you pay for it. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, come on, that's a good idea. But now, then at Walmart, uh, or any store particularly, but Walmart probably the best place. Uh, I would just buy a bunch of backpacks. Well, I wouldn't buy a bunch of backpacks uh, because they would have to fit on me. Uh, I would probably buy. I would buy one from the back. I would have one that would be strapped to my front. Uh, so I'll probably buy like, um. Uh, between all the backpacks that fit on me, probably three or four backpacks, maybe five, who knows. But I'm going to buy a whole bunch of Ziploc baggies, t- duct tape, buy a bunch of duct tape, and I'm going to buy all the candy that I can buy. Possibly buy, max out those, just buy all the candy and predict about how much candy I can fit in each one of those backpacks and Ziploc baggies. And when I get home, I'm going to get to work. Start putting candy in Ziploc bags, put candy in some backpacks, Put all that stuff, strap it all in, zip it up, and then the last day. The last day that, well, I don't know if the last day. Probably the day before the last day that I die because, come on, I want to like get at least enough gap room because I want to be able to do this before I die. I don't want to just give out at the end. Okay, so I'm going to 
take all the backpacks that are filled with candy, all the Ziploc baggies that are filled with candy, and I'm going to take the Ziploc baggies and just start duct taping them to me. Duct tape them all up, just all over my body. I'm going to take the backpacks that are filled with candy, put them all over me, just have all those backpacks and everything. I'm going to be stuffed with candy. Everything's going to be stuffed with candy. And then I'm going to buy me a ticket to New York. I'm going to go on the highest skyscraper in New York, go to the very tippy top, look down at everybody, and I'm just going to jump. I'm just going to jump, and then when I splatter, it's going to be beautiful. Because this is the reaction that I have in my head, and this is how it's going to happen. I'm going to splatter on the ground and explode. I'm going to explode as soon as I hit the ground, because up at that high, I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be, it's going to be a disaster. They're going to have to clean some stuff up. But the thing is, though, is everybody's going to be so distracted by the, by the candy that exploded from me as I hit the ground that they will forget about me jumping off. So they'll, like, as soon as I hit, they'll be like, oh, oh my God. Oh, is he okay? Oh, he's, he's definitely dead. He, oh my God. Is that a Smarties? Dude, come on. Dude, this dude exploded and candy came out. That, that's a Is that a Laffy Taffy? Oh my. Is, is that a Snick? Dude, this dude has great candy choices. I mean, dude, this is awesome. And then people, adult people, will be coming around my dead body and just start grabbing all the candy that they possibly can and start stuffing it. Just stuffing it and stuffing it and stuffing it. And they'll be stuffing it in their pockets and be like, and they'll get to work or home or where they're going. They're like, they're like, where'd you get all that candy? I'm like, okay, you'll never believe it. All right, this guy jumped from the high skyscraper. He jumped from a high skyscraper and just landed and exploded, and this candy came out of him. And I cannot wait for the news because this is going to be the best part. This is going to be the topper. And the news headlines is going to be like, first human pinata. That's what I want the headlines to be. First ever human pinata. That's what I want to do. If I ever get diagnosed, with a terminal illness that I cannot reverse, that's irreversible, I want to be the first human pinata. <laughs> the headlines, first human pinata. And then, like, the news people come out. Hi. Hi, Mark. Uh, I'm here in New York City uh, next to this skyscraper where Dawson Iglehart, um, a kid that was diagnosed with this terminally illness, terminal illness and that he only had a month to live, and he decided to end his life but the thing is, though, is that he exploded with some honor, and we got Smarties. We got Smarties, Laffy Taffy, Snickers. This dude had great candy options. It was amazing. He even threw in a little Easter egg in there that had popped open and had a few hundred bucks in it. People went wild. So, I mean, I, that would be an, that's how I want to go out. That's, that's what my plan is. If y'all have any, any ideas of how I could... Make my uh, make my crazy, make my crazy happy suicide. It's like sad, but sad happy death. Um, if you have any, you know, input, I'm open. I'm open for it. My email will be in the description, and you can email me and tell me all you want to. But hey, Doss, I think you should do this or tweak this. But as of right now, I want to be the first human pinata, baby. It's sad. The story's sad. The story's like happy but sad. I feel like, like that's the first story ever. Like everybody will forget 
that I jumped off a skyscraper because as soon as candy hits the ground, everybody goes crazy. That would that would be amazing. So that's how I want to go out, and that's what I was thinking thinking about a booth by myself eating. <laughs> that's just some of the thoughts that just came through my mind. This like I just typed it out on my phone, the Gordon Ramsay thing, and the uh the the how I would want to go out if I was diagnosed with a terminal illness. So anybody that eats by themselves at a restaurant in a booth um i don't know if you like have the same thoughts as i do or just have crazy thoughts in general but you know i that's how i start thinking <laughs> about myself eating for sure but uh we are now going into our fun fact section of the podcast fun facts I love fun facts, but especially the ones that are like, you know, you never really hear about or never, no one really ever talks about. And I try to find those. I don't try to find fun facts that people know. I try to find some deep searched fun fact, like deep, like you have to go to a deep search about these fun facts. Or sometimes I'll just make them up. <laughs> Who knows? You know, I'll decipher, hey, was that really a fun fact? I don't know. He made it seem like it, though. Uh, so the fun fact that I have for you today is sharing your Netflix password is illegal in Tennessee. Wow. Tennessee is a whole lot of fun, aren't they? People in Tennessee, you can't... You, it's, it's technically illegal for individuals to share their login credentials with anyone who doesn't live under the same roof. So, if I lived in Tennessee, I'd be doing some highly illegal stuff in their eyes. Because I I shared my password with, oh man, I'm telling you, like, I don't know. I think I have like three or four people that I shared my password with. See, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. I shared my Netflix information and my Hulu information with like four separate people. They don't owe me a dime or anything. I am a, I just realized this. I am such a nice guy. I am a great guy. Who shares their Netflix and Hulu information with people? No one does. No one does, unless you're really close to them. No. Pat myself on the, pat myself on the back for that one. But no, really, Tennessee, you're gonna. That's that's what's gonna be illegal. Let's see. I want to know what other things that are illegal. Let Let's search that up. Like, let's see what other things are illegal, and like, I guess the U.S. or just illegal anywhere. Um. Hold on. Oh, Kinder eggs are banned. They're banned. Wow. Candy brand Kinder are solid in stores around the co- are sold in stores around the country. One of the company's products cannot be imported and sold. Kinder eggs. These chocolate eggshells contain plastic capsules with a prize inside, and in the US any food with non nutritive objects embedded inside is deemed a choking hazard. Well it's because Americans are idiots. Uh, these are the same people that I was talking about in my last podcast uh, that uh, eat Tide Pods and uh, smoke nutmeg. <laughs> so, so these are the same people that do that as well. So no wonder those are banned. Let's see what else is banned. Waking up bears. Tourists are known for making some boneheaded mistakes, both in American parks while traveling abroad. That's why in the state of Alaska, has a law 
that's making it illegal to wake up a sleeping bear to take a photo. Who would wake up a sleeping bear to take a photo? Who would wake up a bear? I'd be like, oh man, this is a sleeping bear. I don't want to take a picture when he's sleeping. That's boring. I want to wake him up. Okay, actually that shouldn't even be illegal. You know why? Because as soon as someone wakes up a bear, they are going to get smacked in the face with a bear paw and get half their face torn off. Have you seen the video of that guy? That videoed himself after a bear attack? He videoed himself. I can't believe he was like, like even in the right state of mind, but he was videotaping himself. He was like, hey, it came across his bear. Like his half his head, like skin was just hanging off his head. I'm like, what? Dude, that bear messed you up and you want to take a video? Go get some help, man. Put some peroxide on it. Do something. But no, that is, uh, that is illegal. Uh, predicting the future. In Massachusetts, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. I don't know why I'm having a hard time saying that state. But, uh, Massachusetts. 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 There you go. That, that's, that's, we're leaving it at that. Man, hopefully some other people out there have the same problem as I do or just had the same. I'm, I'm going to blame it on the day. <laughs> it is illegal to be paid to tell fortunes without a license. Oh, you have to have a license to, to tell fortunes? To predict the future? Really, you have to have a license? What program do you have to go through? Really? What program? Oh, hi, uh, like, oh, hi, welcome. Join our program where we teach you how to predict the future. All right. What's the big test at the end? What am I thinking about eating today? And you got to be like, I think you're thinking about eating a sandwich. They're like, oh, you did predict the future. I'm going to eat a sandwich for dinner. Here's your license. And then you're going to go predict the future. Whatever. How, how much do they even get paid? Uh, how much can you get paid for predicting the future? Uh, do, 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 do. Absolutely. Um, I, hmm, doesn't really give you, um, I have not, what? No, I can't find it. I, there's nothing in here about predicting the future, uh, about how much money, uh, that you can make from predicting the future. I don't know. Oh, hold on. Wow. Okay. That's insane. No, I, I cannot. But, hey, this says on the internet that you can make some sick cash by predicting the future. So, there you go, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You can, you can make money by predicting the future. <laughs> uh, well, there ends our fun fact segment portion. Now we're moving on to the big news. Big news, ladies and gentlemen. Big old news. News, news, news. Article, news flash. Mike Tyson is returning to the ring. 
Actually, actually, I read that wrong. <clears throat> Mike Tyson is returning to the ring. Did I read that right? Because I'm supposed to read it like Mike Tyson. There you go. Uh, who's he versing? Uh, Eight-round match versus Roy Jones Jr. I don't know who that is, but I know who Mike Tyson is. And it's going to be incredible. Man, oh man, look at that striking face tattoo Mike has. Woo! What was he on when he decided to get that? I wonder if he regrets it. I don't know if I could find anything where he, like, is there, like, an interview of him somewhere or wherever that is just like, yeah, man, I regret this tattoo. I regret this. This was an awful decision. All right. Let's read on and see. Because these guys are old now. These guys are really old. Too old to be boxing each other, but they're... They're training. There's been training videos. They're ready to go at it. So I'm, I'm waiting. I wanted to see this. I, I hope you don't have to, God, pay to see a fight. No, I don't. I don't pay to see fights. That's ridiculous. Pay a hundred dollars or so to go watch a fight. No, I'm not. No, or on Direct TV. No, I don't have that type of cash. And dude, how disappointing would it be if it ended out in a one round knockout? I'm, I'm not doing that. So guess what I do? I go to Twitter. And this is what I did with the McGregor fight. I went to Twitter, typed in McGregor fight, and it popped up where people were on live feed streaming the streaming the fight where they had playing. They had it playing on their Twitter to make their, of course, to make their Twitter more famous, and it did. But I mean, I just watched it off of there for free, and so that's what I'm probably gonna do to this if it's paid because I know people are gonna probably have this videotaped onto Twitter, doing it live on Twitter. But uh let's see, let's read on and see what the rules are gonna be. Because these guys are oh, they're gonna be wearing headgear as well as oversized gloves. How oversized? Because I seen some pretty oversized gloves. Like like you know those big old gigantic boxing gloves you can buy on Amazon that are like bean bags on your hands? That would be funny. If they had some like beanbag, like boxing gloves, where every time it hit him, it's just like whatever. Like, oh, you know what? To make this even funnier, they would they every time that the glove should hit the dude or hit the opponent or hit Mike Tyson or whatever, it should make a sound. That would be awesome because these guys are old. This is just like a little goofy little fight. Just every time they hit him, just like those like those big old foam. Fist that you find at Walmart for little kids that like you smash the Hulk gloves together and it goes Hulk smash, and just needs to make a sound. Oh, that would be so funny. So they have headgear. Uh, one guy commented and said, uh, "This isn't a situation where they're going uh going out there and trying to take uh each other's heads off." That's what a commissioner said. Wow. Well, tell that to Mike Tyson. He bit a guy's ear off. So I can only imagine. I mean, he's fit. I don't know how old he is now. How old is my? Hmm. Oh, here it goes. I need to read a line a little bit lower. Tyson, fifty-four. He's fifty-four years old. Um, I, I'm just telling you this much. I would not put anything against Mike Tyson. He is probably gonna do some crazy stuff. Um, uh, because he bit a guy's ear off. So I would, I would not uh put him in the ring and try to see if he's not gonna knock somebody out and knock somebody senseless because. He's going to want to put some entertainment out there on the table for sure. Um, 
Uh, oh, wow. Wow. Tyson last fought in June 2005, and the other fighter, Jones, entered the ring in 2018. So Jones does ha has entered the ring a little bit sooner than Mike. Mike hasn't entered the ring since 2005. 2005. That is crazy. That is, that is absolutely insane. But no, I'm definitely wanting to see this fight. And I'm definitely wanting to see where this goes. I definitely do. I want, I want to see a knockout. That's what I want to see. I want to see an absolute just domination as soon as the ring. I want to see Mike Tyson just boom, one punch, and then the guy explodes. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But you know what? That's not going to be realistically happening. I would like to see two big, I'm talking about oversized gloves, headgear, mouth gear. I want them wrapped up in bubble wrap. I want it to look like the cutest boxing fight ever to where people are going to be like, aww, Mike Tyson and Jones Jr. are going to fight. Aww, this is so cute. Two grandpas fighting. This is awesome. They're just like, just trying to fight their hardest. Also, I can see one of them just be like, oh, my back. Oh, oh my, what, what happened? What happened, Mike? I don't know. I just stood up, <laughs> but no, I, that's not going to happen. I seen the hype video. I've seen their training videos and dude, they are what they are both the most physically fit 50 year olds I have ever met in my life or ever seen. I've never met them. I would love to meet them, but I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen any 50 year olds that are just more fit than they are. Just because, I mean, dude, they're just boxing and just their videos are amazing. It's just, I, I want to be 50 years old and I want to be, I want to have, be active like that. I want to have as much energy as they do. I don't want my body to start deteriorating. I want to start building my body up more. That, that would be amazing like what they do. So, I, I, of course, I'm rooting for Tyson because I at least know who, who Mike Tyson is. So, I'm, of course, going to want Tyson to win. And I'm just going to make my predictions here. Tyson's going to win, but I don't think it's going to go eight rounds. For some reason, I just don't think it's going to go all eight. It may, but for my prediction, it's not. I feel like it's going to, because I feel like the ref is going to be a little bit more stingier because they are so old. So I can see Mike putting in some really good punches against Jones Jr. And he's just not like, I feel like he's going to be knocked, dazed, and confused. And then the ref is just going to end up calling it. I say he's going to call it like in round. Mm. I'm going to go round four or five. Round four or five, dead set, Mike Tyson. Round four or five, KO, Dunzo. That's what I'm going for. And I hope I'm, I hope I'm close to it. But I'm not great at making predictions. But I hope I'm close to it. Oh, man. So... Thank you, for, thank you for all for listening to this podcast and making it this far. We're rolling right on into the conclusion. Yes, and I still haven't got any more reviews or, you know, no one's asked me any questions. I put, I literally, a few days ago, my last podcast, I literally put my email in my description and I still haven't got, I still haven't got anything. I would love to, 
to talk about what y'all have any questions for me any comments i like to talk about the ratings that y'all gave me uh like i did with that one podcast when i got my first rating uh, i just want to keep it going but you know what no one has ever said anything yet um and i don't know i i guess y'all are too shy to do it that's fine but you know what i'm going to end this podcast with a simple easy little comment uh for uh every all the little people that post this filter all the time on Instagram and think they're all hot stuff and think they're going to go away, go anywhere with this filter and it's for the people that post that Vogue filter okay just know that no matter how many guys or girls no matter how many times you post uh that a photo with yourself with that Vogue filter just know you'll never be on the cover of Vogue all right that's a word of advice from this podcast so thank y'all for listening and I will be here uh, I will be here next Friday with a another podcast. So thank y'all for listening Tuesdays and Fridays. See y'all next Friday. The last Heart Podcast. You are listening to The Last Heart Podcast.